I don't remember what the fight was about, probably me standing strong on some rational thought, but in any event, I had to flee the scene. I'm out of here, I said. Bye-bye, little rich girl. And I started walking down the stairs of that garage apartment. I got to my BMW and I was driving out when here comes this naked crazy blonde running down the stairs and throws herself on the top of my hood like, wow, there she is right on the windshield of my car. And now I can't necessarily just drive away. So I, I try to talk her off the windshield. She's screaming. This is the first time I've really seen the crazy. I mean, the crazy eyes were there. All the signs were everywhere, but I stuck around until this point, and now I'm trying to hostage negotiate my way out of here. I finally do get this naked, crazy woman off of my car. I talk her back into the place, and I flee the scene sometime later once the heat died down. Yeah, I convinced myself I was never going back, and I hope all that stays true. Let's try to put Crazy Town Week aside for a minute. Today, I want to talk about white lies lost dogs, and laughing in a hotel. So let's do it right now. We're joshing around. We got a knock on the door last night, opened it up to find only a dog. It was a bigger Jack Russell Terrier wearing a harness with a rabies tag on it, but nothing more. There was another neighbor out in the street. Hey, is this your dog? No, no, I saw him come up to your door. Isn't he yours? No, it's not our dog. Do you want him? No. Oh. Well, I guess we'll take him then. We walked him around to the backyard so the kids didn't see him. Didn't want them to get too attached. I started taking pictures for social media and immediately got way too attached. I was calling him Frankie. He seemed to really like that. Cool dog. Not quite Spuds McKenzie level, but maybe just a tier below. We did post on Nextdoor. Wife posted to Facebook. I've hence deleted my account, so I couldn't do that. But it didn't take long before we got another knock on the door, and there was a man named Brian explaining that Stanley must have escaped while he was at Lowe's. What a great name for a dog. No wonder he relaxed when I called him Frankie. Stanley, hey, your owner's here. See you, buddy. Thanks for stopping by. Sure, I'm glad Brian came to get Stanley when he did. Otherwise, it would have been an undue burden to me. Now, we have cleared our calendar for puppy shopping. Sorry, Weensy, because having that dog around really was a joy. I'm glad, though, that I didn't have to go out into the world and put up posters. You know, posting on social media is easy enough, except for all the comments. But putting up posters in the real world is tough. Funny thing about it, though, right after Christmas, I saw some posters in the neighborhood, not for a lost dog, but for a lost drone, last seen heading west. At this point, everybody has a cell phone, right? I think I've had the same cell phone number for going on 10 years, which I think is amazing. Thank you, number portability. Here's an idea. Let's make our phone numbers our social security numbers. What do we need these social security numbers for anymore? I want my phone number to be my unique identifier. My birthday is shared by many people, but you dial those 10 digits. You're talking to me, baby live and direct. We were riding the bus home from a track meet in high school when somebody said, I got five phone numbers today. You got five phone numbers at the track meet, I said? Yep. She said, if I'm good, she'll give me the other two. <laughs> Something special about hearing a bad joke for the first time. It's kind of the way I feel about TV. I wish I could go back and watch some great shows again for the first time, like The Office or 30 Rock, Mad Men or The Wire. Their reruns aren't just quite the same. I want that original feeling. You know, they brought back Roseanne, and 
in that re-release, they have both Beckys back. Now, I'm wondering, in a TV show in this day and age, could they just replace a character and pretend like no one noticed? I don't think so. I really believe you would get crushed today on social media if you tried to replace Uncle Phil's wife. In fact, even the Fresh Prince would back me up here. We don't want two Aunt Vivs. I'm probably late to the party on this once again, but my favorite group right now is called Brass Tracks. We're listening to a Lil Uzi-approved cover of Exo Tour Lift 3. Did I say that right? Probably not. Anyways, after studying together at the Manhattan School of Music, Ivan Jackson and Connor Rain linked up to form Brass Tracks in 2014. Didn't take them long to get going, though. By 2016, they produced No Problems by Chance the Rapper, featuring Lil Wayne and 2 Chainz, and now the group are Grammy Award winners. That's right. They got another Grammy nomination for writing on Anderson Pack's Am I Wrong? These guys seemingly all over the place, all of a sudden. Watch out for their headline tour coming soon. Way to go, Brass Tracks. I hear you, boys. I'll tell you a quick story of when everybody heard me. We were staying at a hotel for a work trip, my wife and I. It was her colleagues, actually. Late one night, after working all day, we had another one of her coworkers over to the room, blowing off some steam, drinking some American lager beers, when I started telling a story about how a deer is born. And it was more to reinforce the point that how come I have to take care of my kids for 18 years when a baby deer just falls out of its mother and then runs away yet i'm still sitting here buying braces and saving up for college for my kids god it goes on and on we all had a great laugh until oh no the open palm knock that can't be good i opened it up to a security guard much bigger than lil uzi he told me we had to keep it down or we'd be sleeping in our cars oh dear my kids always seem to have their hands out for something which is why i'll always take a hand out when it comes to them I love hand-me-down clothes, although there's no handing down from us. Oh no, my kids go hard on clothes and shoes. And I'm kind of the same way with cars. I don't buy them new. That's for someone else to do. They get to drive around in that new car scent. By the time I get it, though, I'm going to use it for life, creating that old car stink before I trade it in for seemingly a bunch of bananas and some Burger King coupons. I just walked in on my 10 and 11 year old listening to Freaky Friday by Lil Dicky featuring Chris Brown. This is where Chris Brown and Lil Dicky switch bodies and Lil Dicky is amazed at how well endowed he is. The song goes on and on. It's not that great. I tried not to be shocked by the fact that they were listening to such raunchy lyrics and instead said, what? That's not even the best Lil Dicky song. Let's listen to Save Dat Money right now. There's a lot of F-bombs being dropped, but still, it's got a great message. Hey, thanks, Lil Dicky, for making a wonderful bonding experience between me and my kids. White lies are those fibs you tell that don't really matter because they're full of inconsequential tidbits of information. Like when I tell people I'm six foot tall, when in reality I'm five foot eleven and a half. Or when I tell the story about smoking dope in college with a quarterback who went on to lead the Chicago Bears to a Super Bowl. Both are close enough to the truth that it doesn't really matter if I throw that information out there now and again. Now, when my wife asks me, did you pee in the shower? And I tell her no, that's a bald-faced lie, which is shameless and undisguised, and I should be ashamed of myself. Now, there's a third category, which is just being uninformed. See, you're not lying if you say something like, hey, this song is called White Lies.
You see, that's just me being an idiot. That's clearly a song about cocaine. And being uninformed about cocaine, well, that can get you in a ton of trouble. That song is so obviously about cocaine, it's even called White Lines, yet it got some serious airplay in the early 80s during the height of the Just Say No campaign. That just goes to show how uninformed and naive Americans used to be. You know, we would put up with two Beckys and two Aunt Vivs because we were raised on Grandmaster Flash doing lines right in front of us. But you know, ignorance is no excuse for making bad decisions. I made it away from the crazy naked woman back to mom's house where I rested for a while. But then, ring, ring, guess what? She was courting me over the phone and I was stupid enough to go back. Was it the money? Was it the drinks? The drugs? Who knows? Maybe it was just being by the beach. Across the street from the Catholic church I grew up in, amazingly, I could see the sunrise in the morning and watch it set over the Immaculate Conception in the evening. It was almost like fate was calling me and I listened. Unfortunately for me, those were siren songs and I was going too close to the rocks. Josh, watch out! Alas, it would appear we've reached the rocky shores of this episode. We'll hit the city limits of Crazy Town tomorrow and I hope not to return for a while. In the meantime, be sure to lock your dogs up tight. Play brass tracks before you pay the brass tax. And if you've ever been staying at a hotel and it sounded like a deer was being born above you, I'm sorry about that. Just know that security was on your side. And with that in mind, it's time for me to seek safe harbor for the night. I hope you don't get any open palm knocks on the door this evening until a new day dawns and we get together for another edition of Joshin' Around.